Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch, joined today by my co-host, Pacinetti. So you're looking for a laughing place, eh? We'll show you a laughing place. And our rotating commentators, Chuck Fitzgerald. They're tourists. What do they know? Jeff Williams. Seatbelts. I'd use them. And Kyle Ostrander. I sat next to the Rebel Spy. Tonight, our producer, Grave Nieves, can't be with us. He's stuck on Small World or something. We hope that we can bring some joy and laughter to your day as you listen to us each and every week. Each episode will have a different set of Mickey dudes in the rotation. Each one of us giving a different thought on all things Disney. Right now, let's get to know some of those Mickey dudes a little better. <laughs> Who are you? Hello there. Thanks guys, as they said, Jeff Williams here. It's an honor to be a member of the Mickey Nudes podcast because, uh, what? I thought it was nudes. Are you sure? Well, this is embarrassing. It's okay, I'm sure they'll edit this out. <clears throat> it's an honor to be a member of the Mickey Dudes podcast. I've been a lifelong fan of the Walt Disney Company from their animation to the live action movies. Yeah, even the Ron Miller cheesy 70s era. In the past 15 years, the theme parks has been a primary focus of my life. I'm a Disney World annual pass holder currently and Disney Vacation Club owner, even a D23 charter member. My favorite park at Disney World is by far Animal Kingdom, and yes, it's not a zoo, and for those who call it a half-day park, thanks. Thanks for leaving it empty for me. Animal Kingdom Lodge is my favorite resort. We actually stayed there the first year it opened, and fell in love from the start. We once said the only thing that would get us to buy DVC would be if Disney ever made an Animal Kingdom Lodge DVC resort and sure enough they made Kidani Village and that's our home resort right now. Anyway you can follow me at Braindud92 on Twitter or Braindu on Instagram and I'm just Jeff Williams on YouTube and Vimeo. Not the gold mining or astronaut or Chief Operating Officer of Apple, Jeff Williams. Just plain old Jeff Williams. My personal blog is keepmovingforwardblog.com. And, well, I can't wait for this podcast ride. I'm sure it'll be the wildest podcast in the wilderness. Hello, everyone. This is Mickey Dude, Chuck Fitzgerald. You can find me on Twitter, at Chuck in the Chat. I guess my love of Disney started probably right when I was about four or five years old. My parents took me down to Disney at the first time. Um... Been in love with it ever since, you know, now that I'm considerably older than four years old, I can pay for my own trips and go as often as I can. So look forward to interacting with all of you, and I hope you guys enjoy the show. And tonight we're going to start off with a new segment, uh, the brainchild of Kyle. So Kyle, explain what we're going to be doing tonight. All right, tonight we're going to do the Mickey Dudes poll. And what is that? It's simple. I just give you guys a subject matter. You pick something from it and tell us why. No debate. No ranting. Just simple and to the point. As king of Sugar Rush, I hereby officially decree that it's time for a Mickey Do's podcast poll. 
On this week's show, we're going to find out who your favorite of the Fab Five is. Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto. Just tell us why you like them. Um, and I'm going to go with uh, Dave first. Go ahead. I'm going to go with Donald because he's just tell it like it is. He doesn't sugarcoat anything, gets angry when he has to, and basically lives it up and has a good time when the situation calls for it. Good. Cool. Pat? I'm going goofy. He's lovable. Um, he's fun. He's a great dad. You know, he tries his best at everything he does, but, you know, he's a big klutz. And, you know, but uh, I, I have a soft spot for him. I've loved him ever since I was a kid. Excellent. Chuck? I got to agree with David. Um, Donald. First and foremost, he doesn't wear pants. And that's, I think, what everyone's goal should be. <laughs> I, I can... <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Dave's clear his throat again. If, if anyone um, is looking to be a co-host for the Mickey Dudes, we will soon be accepting applications. And uh, someone want to call 911 for Dave, or are we good? I hate you all. <laughs> well, again, no pants that's, idea. Our producer may be stuck on It's a Small World, but that's all staying in. <laughs> Most definitely. And speaking of no pants, Jeff. Hey, no pants here. Uh, look. You know, I would my knee jerk reaction would be go for Goofy as well. Um, I love his uh, no frills, uh, physical humor. Um, that's kind of like my style. But I'll be the dissenter. I'll go with Mickey. Uh, Mickey's the the number one guy. You know, that's why we named the podcast after. So I'm gonna have to stick with Mickey. All right, excellent. Wait, did Jeff pick two people? Yeah, I snuck that in there. <laughs> nice. Two for one special. Can't go wrong with that. And Kyle, what about you? Well, I'm gonna be original here and pick Goofy. Um, probably one of my first Disney cartoons I ever saw was Goofy's Gymnastics, and I still think it's probably the best short Disney ever made. So why didn't we call this? Why didn't we call ourselves the Goofy Dudes? <laughs> it sounds like we all love Goofy uh, because we're all unoriginal. <laughs> Excellent! And now we want to hear from you, Twitter Nation. Tweet us at the Mickey Dudes and let us know who your favorite of the of the Fab Five is. And moving on now with this week and Valentine's Day quickly approaching, I thought today we would discuss our ideal on-property date within Walt Disney World. couple things. does not necessarily have to be a Valentine's Day date, gentlemen. It can be any time of the year, any place within property at any time of the day. I uh, just ask you to keep it clean. This is a family show. And with that, we're going to start with Kyle. All right, gents. Well, surprise, surprise. I'm not the romantic type. What was that? <laughs> no, really? I would have never guessed. Yeah. If if I showed up with flowers and chocolates and greeting cards and hugs and kisses, my wife should have me committed. So instead of having like a special date night, we're going to have a special day at the parks. Um, normally, or like our anniversaries, birthdays, we don't have dates or anything. We just kind of let the other person, that birthday person, have their day, do what they want. So... I'm going to let my wife have her day in the park. Basically do her must-dos. Um, she's a big she's a big breakfast uh, buffet fan. So first thing in the morning, we're going to go wake up and head over to the Tusker house before the park opens. Um, great Joffy's coffee there. And then she's going to load up on her Mickey waffles, and we're going to walk on down the Kilimanjaro safaris early in the morning when the animals are all wild and crazy and actually moving around. 
And after that, we're going to head over to the Magic Kingdom, ride the TTA two, three, seven times, uh, seven dwarves, mine train, and ride TTA some more. And then, since we're still a little full from breakfast, we're going to hit, we're going to grab us, a, or she's going to grab herself a Mickey pretzel and a Mickey ice cream sandwich. And since we're tired, we woke up early, we're going to head back to the hotel room where she's going to take a nap. And I'm probably going to head over to uh, the local lounge there, probably the Polynesian, go to the Tambu Lounge, get me a beer or seven before we head back out. And then after that, we're going to go head to Epcot for early dinner. Now, we it's hard for us to pick a favorite restaurant. Um, we don't do repeats a lot. However, the one that she loves, she loved and would like to do it again is Le Cellier, which is a French for the Cellier. Fantastic. I know, I like it. Pause for effect. And on the way out of the pavilion, we're going to I'm grabbing a moosehead beer a moosehead beer. And ride a monorail back over to Magic Kingdom, where I'm going to stake a spot out in front of the in front of the Main Street Bakery for the parade. For the Main Street Electrical Parade is going to happen in three hours. And while I'm sitting there, my lovely wife is going to go shop around the Emporium, head to the Christmas shop, and grab her bucket of popcorn. We're going to enjoy the parade. And as we're leaving Magic Kingdom, we will stop in the Magic, the Main Street Bakery, grab us some goodies like a caramel apple, rice crispy treat, ice cream sandwich again, and then head back over to. The hotel where she'll go to sleep and then I'll go hit the bar again. I love how you um, make it uh, about one person on birthdays and all. That's awesome to give one person their day in the park. So, Right. You hit a home run right there, buddy. Thank you, thank you. All right, Chuck, what about you? Well, much like Kyle, I don't know that I'm the type of person that would just do, you know... Uh, a dinner in one specific place and obviously you can you know there's a ton and a half of fantastic restaurants around property you know you have Gico you have Le Cellier um, and Victoria and Alberts but the whole day I think is really an ideal situation for something like this and for us personally it's not necessarily a start the day with a big breakfast like Kyle was suggesting. Um, for us, it would be a day that we would start at Magic Kingdom. Uh, you'd, you'd have to see the welcome show. There's just something about it that kind of puts a, a good feeling on the entire day. And if you start the day, any day really at that point, you just, it, it sets the day off at a high note. From there, we'd probably uh, end up spending the day just in the Magic Kingdom doing whatever she wants. Um, for us personally, a lot of the day would be spent in Fantasyland and Adventureland. We'd definitely do some Jungle Cruise because uh, the corny jokes, as bad as they are, are still always, always laughable. And then after that, we'd do some lunch at uh, Be Our Guest because and when I was speaking with my girlfriend about this prior to uh, us recording, it's her favorite restaurant and she'd eat there all the time if she could. So you're going to see that theme come up again later when we go back for dinner, again at Be Our Guest. Um, spend the day there, and then, you know, if you time it right, you can do the wish li- wishes dessert party 
for uh, the fireworks over at the Tomorrowland Terrace area, which we've done before. It, it's fantastic. We had one of the tables that was right up on the railing. Um, the desserts were good. There were a lot of them. And boy, do I mean a lot of them. So it's a nice way to kind of end the night over there in your own, as secluded of an area as possible that's in the Magic Kingdom um, with the desserts. Yeah, with the desserts. I've experienced that dessert party myself, and it is awesome. Yeah, the, you know, the cost is, it's almost cost prohibitive at this point, um, but it's something that you should do once. It, it was well worth the money the first time we did it. It's not something I'd do again, unless if it's a special occasion, whether it be, you know, a date night of Valentine's Day, something like that. But it, it's a one-time thing that you should absolutely do because the view is fantastic, the desserts are fantastic, and you're not in the throngs of hot and sweaty people. I don't know about you guys, but nothing says romance like being around 37 people who haven't put on deodorant since 8 a.m. Romantic. On top of that, you can also get uh, the magic, the memories, and you, or whatever, celebrate the magic, whatever, whatever they're calling it now, the projection show going on uh, over there, too. You get a really nice view of it. You get a great view of it. The only thing that you actually miss out on over there is uh, the Main Street Electrical Parade because you're looking over the moat and you're looking, if I remember correctly, over a railing through four rows of people and some trees to the parade. So the review isn't really that good, but you get a great view for the magic, the memories in you. And then Cinder or, uh, Tinkerbell flies right overhead at the beginning of Wishes, like legitimately right over your heads uh, at that restaurant. It still blows my mind every time I see Tinkerbell that that's actually a guy. What did you just say? They have three stuntmen that play Tinkerbell for that, and they're, it's guys that actually play Tinkerbell during Wishes. Interesting. Yeah. That's one of my, uh, one of my friends who works on property gave me that little uh, tidbit of information. That's to uh, ensure that they make it all the way to the end, because you know a 200-pound dude's definitely going to make it to the end of the zip line. A 100-pound female, uh, maybe not. That's payback for uh, Peter Pan being paid by a girl all these years. Exactly. You mean that one time? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. No hating on Mary Martin. All right, Jeff. You. You got it. Well, I we're on. We're pushing 25 years together, me and my wife. So. I, I know her pretty well at this point. Uh, what I do know about her is she likes to stay very busy, and uh, she's a huge uh, kind of. A, we don't we haven't ever done an ultimate turning plan, but I think that'd be awesome to give that an attempt in an ultimate turning plan. So we'd start off with probably an early breakfast to be our guest, and I heard a recent tip that I might just want to try out where you can get a early reservation for our guest, ride the mine train first, and then eat breakfast. Um, basically, I guess, uh, depends on who you have as a cast member there, but you can maybe get that in quicker. But anyway, we would probably continue. <coughs> We're, we'd stay busy and keep moving. Do the ultimate touring plan uh, for Magic Kingdom. But what I'd like to do for lunch is uh, we love the Sleepy Hollow and their, the waffle sandwiches, and we'll probably grab a mixture of a couple of those. Um, and then take them over to uh, Tom Sawyer's Island for a picnic. I think that's uh, a underutilized uh, little hidden secret there. There's picnic tables and places to sit. But, you know, at some point we'd continue touring and eventually maybe grab dinner at the new Skipper Canteen. 
Um, but the, the key, I think, would be to end the night uh, watching Wishes from our most favorite uh, shared ride. It's Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. We, we've hit the time to write to see the uh, fireworks a, few, a couple of times on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and it's a pretty special uh, place. So that's probably how we'd round up our day. Perfect. Then those sandwiches are meant to be savored. Pat, what about you? Let's see. Um, any time that I could spend with my wife is 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 going to be a fantastic day, no matter what we're going to do with the four kids. It doesn't happen often. So the the best thing I could think I could do for her is send her over to the Grand Floridian, have her go over to the spa for a little bit. I'll take the kids and do whatever we have to do. I'll tour the parks. I'll get them to go crazy and all that stuff. Just give her some time for herself. Um, and then as the day goes on, we'll meet up, maybe have a nice lunch somewhere over at the Poly, which would be very nice, even if it's just Captain Cook's, um, something simple, something easy, spend the afternoon at the pool, and then um, have my oldest um, watch the other kids, and we'll go out um, heading over to Epcot. You know, I really think that Epcot is one of the places that, as a couple, you can get lost in. Um, doesn't really matter where what pavilion you choose, um, but I really think that you go through and you can find the nooks and crannies, and just spending the time together um, is something that, you know, is romantic in itself. Um, if you get there at, you know, before obviously illuminations, as the lights are going out, as the torches are going on, it adds to it. You know, I know we love to go to the UK pavilion, get some fish and chips, get a beer, sit out, watch illuminations. Um, I think that's, you know, quintessential romance um just the two of us there i think if we are able to go to the french pavilion uh, over to france and uh, go to the patisserie you know that's a terrible um way to say it but um and just get a dessert share a dessert that's always a good thing that we love to do and even something just fun going over to mexico and into the pavilion at night um walking over there and then going on grand fiesta tour i think you know something just having fun at the same point in time can be just as romantic um you know you can go either way you could have fun laughs you could hold hands um throughout you know you're probably at late at night you're probably going to get the boat to yourself anyway um which is always nice little little cuddle you know right there um while you're watching and going through and now with the new animatronics you know be a fun way to end that one so there you know there's so many different ones you can go into and just have a really good time um making sure that you know you see illuminations and you know in the night right and then head on back to the hotel um you know could hit up a lounge on your way before we get to the room you know and it's a good time awesome i was sure that you were going to mention la cava in there <laughs> i you know I, I really was thinking of that i was um but wasn't really sure that how how, how romantic you know you did say a you know, this is a clean show. You have too many, you know, margaritas at Macava, and then all of a sudden, like Donald Duck, your pants are off, and you never know what's going to happen. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and with that, it comes to me. Now, I need to preference this saying, first off, that at the moment, I am single, and I'm kind of enjoying it also. But there was... Say it ain't so. Exactly. But there was, a, there was a point where I was dating a young lady, and we were planning a trip to uh, Disney World. Unfortunately, that trip did not happen because we broke up prior to the trip. Lost a little bit of a deposit on it. But I was really looking to make it really special, and this was one of the nights that I actually had planned for her when I was there. So this never happened, so it's her loss, but I might attempt... 
seeing what happens later on, I might attempt this date one, one day. So it's going to start in the middle of the day in Epcot, and it's going to have an Asian theme to it. We're going to start with cocktails at the Joy of Tea stand in, in China, watch the Dragon Le- Legend Acrobats. Then I'm going to run over to the Norway Pavilion, and I'm going to pick up one of the uh, Agent P's World Showcase Adventure phones, or field operating equipment, FUN. And we're going to make our way over to Japan, where we're going to play the Agent P Japan Adventure before taking a uh, long walk through Misukashi uh, department store. And we're going over to those cheesy uh, make-your-own-pearl jewelry uh, stands by uh, pulling the pearl out of the oyster. I'll let her pull the pearl out of the oyster, let her pick a setting, buy buy it for her, probably get... uh, totally flim-flammed on the price because it is Disney after all. Then we're going to uh, go upstairs in the pavilion and eat at Tokyo Dining. Normally I like teppanero, but I think that a night like this I kind of want to be alone, so I don't want to be sitting at a table with uh, six other people. So a nice table for two up at Tokyo Dining is in order. After that, we're actually going to leave Epcot. I know it's uh, kind of blasphemy to leave before skipping illuminations but instead we're going to go over to the beach club and we're just going to kind of hang out on the beach between beach club and yacht club watching the movies under the stars and then um, taking her over to um, the swan resort where we're going to have cocktails at com- at kimonos and by this point we'll probably have our own song so it's karaoke night so i'll probably sing her our song And then we're finishing the night either at Atlantic Dance Hall, but let's face it, it's usually dead, so we're probably going to hop over to Jelly Rolls to end the night. Bravo. You know, I I would date you. That sounds like a phenomenal night. My wife can't hear this show then. Sorry, Pat. You're not my type. You're too hairy. (laughs) Oh, man. Could she not hear this show because she's going to realize that you're leaving for David? (laughs) Uh, Something along those lines, yeah. I was going to say, I'm quite high maintenance. No, you, Dave? Not at all. I refuse to believe that. I want the best of the best. Screw LaCellia. I want Yachtsman Steakhouse. I just want a 12-pack and a, and a can of tobacco, and I'll be good. I was going to throw you guys off by turning around and saying, you know, I'll let her, uh, I'll let her pick out her own setting for the Pearl uh, in, in Misukashi, and then afterwards say, okay, well, that's a cheap piece of jewelry. Here's the nice one, and whip out with a really nice Pearl piece of jewelry that I had. But I figured you would all be hating me. And with that in mind, to quote Bambi, love is a song, and that song should never end. See you real soon, everyone. Good night. You've just listened to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. Go on, hunties.